Speak Live, Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. The sexy demon sitting across the panel from me is... Wake up, on pots and pans. Hey, big fella. How are you? I am tired. It's a big, big week. It has been. I don't know about you, but I'm working my butt off. And it's not finished yet. No, we were filming some stuff this week as well. Right. I'm not going to say what it was, Shh. what we were doing, but right. I had the lovely uh, girly geek speak host, Anna Marangeli, in mm-hmm. the studio last night. Yes. And, and, and my sexy self. And then, of course, you were there. I was uh, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Hiding in the background? Hey, with a bag over your head. I'm not a number. Um. <laughs> Allegedly. And then t- uh, tomorrow you're working. Tonight I'm not going to sleep until Sunday 7pm. That's right, because you're doing the 48-hour film contest. Yeah, now, starts I'm at not, 7 o'clock. I'm not in Brisbane with you, but I will be um, joining you via messages and stuff like that to help with some script stuff. With with, with messages of support going, fucking wake up, Ken. Yeah, Canadian, 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 Canadia. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Canada. Yeah. Um, we're not allowed to say the c word. How many times I've told well, you? Well, I didn't say it. Huh? I you stopped nearly, myself from saying it. You nearly, you nearly did. So anyway, yes. and I'm going to help out with some scripting via messages and stuff like that. Seven p.m. tonight, they pull out the uh, genre. But you got a whole crew. So you know, know about yourself. You got a crew with you. We do. We got Dan. We've got Russ. Yeah, and you've got some um, Brisbane local Brisbane we do. actresses we and do. stuff like that. So you, you're a bit spoilt for choice. We are. It's, yeah. It, it's it, it, yeah. It, you, it's going to be prettier people in front of the camera than hey, 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 than me. You usually. No, you, you had to have a dig there. What, what, what am I? I, I, wasn't, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about me because last gonna, year I acted in it. Are you going to miss having me there? Wow. Oh, is that it? Uh, well, is that is, is that it? See, see, the problem is I'll when glass you, act- you in a minute. I'm, I am drinking on the podcast. I'll when, glass you when you act in stuff. The fucking half the budget is on alcohol. So? At least, at least this time, the budget can actually go and stuff on screen. <laughs> oh, that's unfair. You know. Anyway, moving along. Good luck with it. Thank you very much, sir. But it has been a massive week. Um, we've had some cool trailers hit the, yes. the net this week. You yes, sent me a we couple have. today. Yeah. Now, the first one. Mm-hmm. I was flat out this morning. You sent this thing, and I, was, I actually, because my my computer goes off and it's pretty loud yep, when yep. the message comes through. And I was flat out trying to type up orders and everything, and it pinged a couple of times at me. And I'm like, "Jenge, what?" <laughs> and then I look and I go, "Oh, Jason Statham." Ooh, I'm like, "Dude, watch this!" And I've gone, "Oh, right." So I watched it, and oh my god, uh-huh. new movie, James Franco and Jason yep. Statham. It's also got Winona Ryder. Yes, and who was the other person in it? Uh, she played um, Lois Lane in Superman. Which one? Superman Lives. The Superman Returns. Uh, that, Kate Bosworth. Kate Bosworth. Kate Bosworth. Played, she, she did two. And, 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 and yeah. she's the reason you don't uh, you don't recognise her. She's in this film. She's try, kind of playing trailer trash, redneck South. Yeah. Mm. So uh, checked out. It's called Homefront. Homefront. Now it's a, 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 a here's the plot. The rough plot. You know, because you watch the trailer, you'll see. Go on YouTube. Check it yeah. on out. Um, Jason Statham plays like an undercover cop living in a small southern community. It, it looks like he, he, he's, he's since moved there. Yeah, he's a single away dad. Away from stuff. He's a single dad or whatever, raising his daughter. Yep. His daughter gets into a fight with a local school kid, like a bully, mm-hmm. and who happens to be the son of James Franco. And uh, and James Franco's missus or whatever goes rank and, and, and wants revenge a little bit. So James Franco is a bit of an intimidating local, I guess. So yeah. he goes around to the house, discovers, you know, by 
going through Jason mm. Statham's basement or whatever, that he's a former undercover cop or something like that. So he leads an all-out war against Jason Statham because it turns out James Franco is the, the, the local meth dealer, meth dealer or, or meth cook or whatever else. Yeah. Um, the check out the scenes in it. I think, is it Forrest Whitaker? Did I see a spot? Yes. Forrest Whitaker yeah, in there Yeah, now well? that you mention it, yeah. In the trailer? I think, mm. Yeah, I th- sure it was. It looks really good. and Action-packed. Um, very action-packed. And James Franco looks to be playing a bad guy pretty damn yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I, him acting. You know, I don't know about you. Are you a fan? For a guy that's usually a pretty boy, in this, you know... You're a bit of a man crush from Franco. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying that he's put on you a bit haven't of seen, guy liner around his eyes. You haven't seen this he's a bad end, guy. have you? No, I haven't. You should, because it, it's good. Like, they take the piss out of themselves, yep. isn't it? But I, James Franco was the standout in that for yeah. me. But I, I do like him as an actor. You ever watched Pineapple Express? No, I haven't. That was good, too, Pineapple yeah. Express. Yeah. And, of course, he was Seth, in... Um, Seth Rogen just... Mm. He was in The Oz, The Wizard of Oz yeah, one, too. But the biggest thing about this home front... He played the wizard. Written by Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. And you, you, I didn't know. You pointed out, you go, dude, that was written by Sylvester Stallone. I went, what? Yeah. Really, it looks yeah. cool. It's really cool. Sly Stallone's making because this leads into the next thing I'm going to talk about. Sly Stallone um, has made a bit of a comeback. A bit in the last of a couple resurgence. Of years. He's doing everything. He's directing. He's writing. He's acting. Acting in a number of films. He's got um, what's the Escape Plan comes out very soon. Him and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Expendables three. Expendables three is, is right uh, in the middle of production. They've stopped filming, haven't they? Like it's finished filming or something. Uh, has or close it? Or it, something. It, it could it's, be it's very well to, close to being finished. Uh, but anyway, you sent me another trailer then because this is I don't know what you do at work, but um, <laughs> uh, 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 evident, all, evidently, apparently, all I do is look at trailers. My computer all day long just keeps pinging at me, and it's usually you. Um, but anyway, you sent me this other trailer called Grudge Match. Yes, and I've looked and I've gone, what's this? You know, because once again I was busy and I was I was getting frustrated, and then I've looked and gone, Ginger sent me, oh hello, yeah, magic words. You've gone, De Niro and Stallone, Stallone and boxing. I've got to I've got to watch this. So I watched the trailer and it's awesome. And it's about two boxers. They were great uh, adversaries. Yeah, back in the day. Back in the day, um, both won a fight against each other like once, one, one each, and they never had the. Uh, tiebreaker fight yep okay the, the third fight to see who was ultimately the best out of the two yeah. of them 30 years later they call Stallone in to do a you know they do a the video motion game capture. like motion capture yeah, so yeah. he's in the green suit and you know what I don't care what anyone says those motion capture suits look fucking stupid although, although when I looked at it I went that's not a motion capture suit you fucking idiot isn't it no what yes, is that? yes they have the little white balls on but they don't glow like like bloody Christmas ornaments I was going to ask you why did they look like little light up they look like well um, they're, they're supposed to be tiny not giant things like the size of a Christmas ball oh um, right I didn't know this so but anyway so that for all yeah. intents but you can't see me doing the air fingers yeah. all intents and purposes they're in motion capture suits yep, right yep Anyway, so he goes in to do it because he needs the money. Yeah. Anyway, so they've got him in there punching like a dummy, and the next minute in comes Robert De Niro. Yeah. They hate one another. Yep. They get into a punch-up in the in this in this studio where they're trying to do this green screen stuff. It goes viral. They, uh, people throw money at him, do a, re- a rebound. It's 30 years. They're both mm-hmm. old men. Yeah. So they go into training and uh, to, to go back in the ring, yep. right? Yep, yep, Looks fantastic. You know what was a standout for me? That was. Alan, Alan Arkin. Yeah. Is Sly Stallone's trainer in it? Yeah, yeah. And there's a little nod to Rocky. Yeah. Because he goes in, and you see him. He's about to punch a, a side of beef in a, in a coal room, and yeah. Alan Arkin walks in and goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> we're just came, here to buy meat. We're just here to buy some some dinner. It doesn't mean you got to punch everything." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and I just I laughed. Okay. I, I, I love the fact that it had a bit of a throwback to to, to the Rocky. movie. But but how cool! Look. Um, I love De Niro as an actor. I think yeah. he's good. And Sly Stallone, I'll always, hand on heart, I'm, I'm a fanboy yeah. of, of Stallone. Always have been. It's going to be a throwback to Rocky. It's going to be a throwback to Raging Bull with De Niro. Yeah. You know? And you know what? De Niro, 
for his age. Yeah. It's pretty fucking good. It, it, it looks like at the beginning, you know, that he just let himself go. Yeah. But, but towards, you know, the, the, the pinnacle of this movie, he looks... It, I'm, it, yeah. I'm chuffed. Yeah. I am chuffed. But anyway, that's called Grudge Match. The trailer's on the net yeah. uh, right now. Pop along, check it out. It looks friggin' awesome. Ginger, which, which kind of makes me... like. Remember a few years back, they, they did a, a new Rocky. Yeah. Did, and we went along... I think, Rocky Balboa. Yeah, did you come along to see it? Oh, I saw it, yeah. I yeah. Saw it. I'm pretty sure I saw it at the cinema. I think you did, because I'm a massive Rocky fan, right? Yeah. I, love, I love the Rocky movies. Yeah. And I love Rambo as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Rocky, uh, Rocky Balboa. I thought it was a good film. Copped a lot of flack, and they're like, really? too old. He shouldn't have been coming back and doing well, it. I'm like, bullshit. But once everyone saw it, I think the, even the critics turned around and went, yeah, all right, it, it, it was done well. Yeah. Now, this brings me back to this thing of, of non-original ideas. Like, everyone's going, oh, you know, Hollywood's bereft of original ideas. And I'm kind of like, I, I agree with them sometimes. I'm a little bit sick of the remakes, uh, the constant remakes yeah. that, we, that we see on different things. Yep. We watched the Robocop trailer. Now, I grew up, I was a big fan as yes. a kid of the Robocop movie. Peter Weller. Two older brothers, they made me watch the, the Robocop films. Um, and I'd I, buy I that them. for a dollar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I watched the trailer, and it's copping some flack from a few people. I, and to be honest, when I heard that they were re- remaking Robocop, I yeah. went, what the fuck, man? Did, I, did I you have, have a what-the-fuck moment? I did, yeah. And I thought, there is no way this is going to be any good. And then you saw set photos, and you saw costume photos, and you saw him and on the motorcycle. We, finally, we saw the trailer. And when I saw the trailer, I went, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm there. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking sold, man. People are going, oh, I don't like the black, the black kind of costume on him and everything else. I'm like, fuck, what, you can't, st- it can't be the same thing. Yeah. What I like about it is the fact that they've at least given a little bit of a throwback to the original RoboCop, where the co- where at one point in the movie the costume is the silver and black, yeah, like yeah, the original. Yeah. Like, there's, one. there's a nod there, but they've kind of gone. Well, it's a modern day. We've got updated a little yeah. bit, and and yeah, if. Think it's going to be tactical, you know. He's not going to be yeah. running around high, chrome, like silver and chrome. It's going to be reflective, yeah. Fuck no, yeah. like you know that shit doesn't happen today. It doesn't wash. But anyway, I watched the trailer. and I went, "This is cool," but it's copping some flack. People really? go, oh, "I can't believe they remade it. Should have left it alone." Sometimes I do agree with people. I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, I'll stop remaking stuff." But sometimes it's better. Yeah, point in fact, and I'll cop a flogging for this. I really will. Total Recall. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the remake with Colin Farrell in it more than the original. <laughs> What's that noise, Jin? That's, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger with his helmet off while he's on on planet Mars and his head's about to explode. Honestly, by... have you seen the new Total Recall? No, I haven't. What's it? Well, yeah, okay, well, you can't really comment on that, but I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was well done. Yeah. I mean, like, it's been a while since I've seen the original, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I in Kate, Be- um, Kate Beckinsale yep. in it, and uh, what was the other one? Um, uh, Justin Timberlake's Mrs. Yeah, wow, well, Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel. There you go. How could I forget Jessica Biel? She's gorgeous. How could you? How could I? How could you, you, know you sir? Slap for me. Yeah. Um, fuck that hurt. Anyway, I, I I enjoyed it. Really, hand on heart, thought it was a great film. Yeah. Boy, did people not like that? Really? Yep. They were like, don't even fucking like them. Fucking well, it's nothing like the original. Trailer. Yeah, but f- like, well, did you read the fucking book to start with? Well, I want to ask you a question, right? Yeah. What film would you love to see, Ginge, most of all, remade? If, if, if you heard today they've gone, we're remaking blah, 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 what would it be? What would you just fanboy moment, geekgasm over, Ginge? I don't know, man. Shadow? The Shadow would be or, amazing to see. Or Rocketeer? Imagine Rocketeer. Rocketeer today, the effects they could do yeah. on Rocketeer today yeah. would be fantastic. But, it, but, do you, but do you want to see a modern Rocketeer? No. Or do you want to see, like, it's got to be It's, it's got to be set back in the 40s. It's, it's got to be. It's, it's like, um, 
taking the the shadow out of the forties. So if they turn around and said we're going to do the shadow today, and they cast nowadays cool with Uzi guns, yeah, like no. a modern day shadow, you, you'd, you'd go, no, it's got to be no. I mean, I I didn't enjoy the DC run of the shadow, you know, in the eighties, nineties. You're, you're loving the um, Dynamite Entertainment. Oh, loving it. You know, yeah. it's the way it's meant to be. I think. Are you worried about this new series they've got coming out called Shadow Now, which is set in, the, in today's well, period? We'll see. Well, well, well see. you're still going to have your normal uh, Shadow series running. Yeah. Yep. But then they're doing this as a, I think it's only a mini series, one to six or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, I'll be honest, I've seen the artwork in some of it. It looks amazing. Yep. I don't mind seeing a take on the Shadow Now, but I'm kind of with you in the movie. Yeah. Movie aspect. I want to see the Shadow back in the forties. One one uh, remake that I actually loved was the Italian job. Oh, God, yes. Now, and that, and I, th- I think it was enough to be... It wasn't trying to remake it. Yep. It was just a, a bit it was like... a homage. A, yeah, and I, I guess a little bit like um, Tim Burton did with Planet of the Apes, where yep. it was a reimagining of it. Yeah. It's yep. not... It's nothing to do with the, with the first one, but we're going to take the essence of what it is and make something new. Fantastic. And I, I think... Well, I, 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 I hand on heart too. I, I loved it. I thought Mark Wahlberg was yeah. fantastic. And um, Charlize Theron, wasn't Yeah, it? and to this day, I really wished they had made the Brazilian job, which was allegedly going to be the sequel to it. Is it still in talks? I don't know, man. Because I'd, I'd watch the hell out of that. Yeah. Then again, maybe that was... Uh, was it Fast and Furious um, 5? Wasn't that set in Brazil? Fast and Furious 7 is being cast at the moment. Yeah, they're doing that. Uh, but that's a franchise. That's not a remake. It's a franchise. But just trying to think... Like, I'd love to see a remake of The Phantom. Yeah. But would yeah. you do Phantom today or Phantom well, Phantom's going to be back then too. It can't be today. So, so is it, I'm seeing a pattern. You and I just love period. Well, I, like that, that 1940s well, kind a, of... For a start, the Phantom-based now TV show didn't last fucking long, did it? Only got a. Uh, it was a two-part sci-fi pi- uh, sci-fi channel pilot. Yeah, um, they combined it into a telly movie. I think they released it. Yeah, as. yeah. Look, it had moments. I wasn't a big fan of the, the modern costume yeah. because they went away from him having a mask to having a yeah, um, like a right visor thing, yeah. type thing. The the rest of the costume I didn't mind as much. Mind you, I loved Phantom twenty ninety nine, the cartoon. Was it or is it twenty one ninety nine? Twenty forty. 2040. Yeah, because you're thinking Marvel 2090. Sorry, 2040. And I love that that uh, the th- that gauntlet on his hand. Oh shit! The yeah. little computery thing. Yeah, like you can modernize the Phantom. I got no problems with that. But the way they did it in the sci-fi po- sci-fi channel pilot, yeah. I wasn't completely happy with. Yeah, yeah. You remember it was only a couple of years ago they were talking. There was an Australian, a bunch of Australians who were talking about redoing it. It was an Australian director and everything else mm-hmm. doing a new Phantom film. Yeah. That sci-fi channel one came out at the same time and it just killed the idea of the film right off. Wow. They lost interest and everything else. They went, that failed, let's not do a film. So, which is kind of sad because I'd love to see a new Phantom film. Uh, wouldn't you? I would. I'm who'd just you, trying. Who would you cast? Yeah, I, I really do. Jason Statham. Well, but there you go. There you go. Here's my prediction. Jason Statham is... Uh, He's got no hair, so it'll fit under the mask, is he? But you think, if he was living in, in Africa or India, in you know, Bengala, because no one knows, well, it depends which who does the comic, but um, sometimes it's meant to be close to India or sometimes it's, it's part of Africa, uh, the Horn of Africa and that kind of thing, so we don't know exactly where it is, Bengala. Yeah. But Jason Statham, running around the jungle, he wouldn't have long hair or hair. He'd be shaving it off because it'd be too hot. And if it, if, if it was in India, then he'd have the English accent because back then right. India was a part of the British colony. Uh, Commonwealth. Commonwealth. Hey, they don't like me called a con- uh, uh, colony anymore. Fuck, I should stop drinking on a podcast. Colony, Jeans, they don't like being called part of a colony anymore. No? No. Is that kind of like... you like? Um, That's racist, Jeans. It's very racist. Is it? Or, is it, or is it like they, <laughs> they sent convicts to a colony? Like us? Yeah. Yeah, but they didn't do that in India. 
they can't get into your long before. That's what that. I mean. So do why should they te- be upset? No, do I have to teach you history? I don't know, man. It's, we haven't got enough time on this podcast. It's a short podcast tonight because you've got to get going. One movie this. I would love to do a remake of, the yeah. Australian movie, Malcolm. Oh, God, yeah. Where they use the little remote control. Who was it? That was, um, was Colin name? Friels. Colin Friels. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to, you know, I'd, I'd love to see what they could do now with remote devices robbing a bank. Yeah, that'd yeah. be kind of cool. It's an Australian movie. You're not going to see it unless we make it. Well, Should we go. make it? Should we hit um, Film Finance Australia up for some, for some dollars? You reckon? I reckon we could Well, it's got, it's got to be with Australian people in it then. Get Colin Frey. What's Frey he doing? We'll get him back. Yeah, fuck it. No, fuck it. We'll ain't bigger than that. We'll get Hugh Jackman in it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want a Hemsworth, brother? There's two of them. Oh, pick. No. I, I wouldn't touch the bloke that's that's been near... Uh, been engaged to uh, Molly. Sorry, that's yeah. Liam. That's Liam Hemsworth. Liam, come on, man. You you, you were in Expendables too, man. Even he shook his head at the twerking I, thing, didn't I, he? I, th- I think they've broken up over it, haven't they? What the fuck is a twerk? It's 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 moving your ass like back and forth. What in a dance move? Yeah, that's what twerk. Where they get that from? I don't know, man. Where, where's the term twerk come from? I don't from? know. Cause is it kind of a twist and a jerk? Because they went twerk or what? Twerk. I don't know. Because you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow they rearranged the letters of fucking idiot Clive to make Palmer twerk. even did a twerk. Really? Yeah, before the election. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, geez, would that be fucking scary, Ginge? Imagine you and I twerk. Maybe we should do a Geekspeak video where we twerk. Yeah. Twerking. I just don't get it, Ginge. But speaking of twerking, Jimmy Fowl, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel got us all with a massive yeah. uh, fake vid, fake video on YouTube, twerking on YouTube. They Twer- just was put it, it out. Um, twerk gone wrong or something like that? Yeah. And it was this girl who is doing like a handstand and twerking, falls onto the coffee table where there's a candle, her crotch and catches a catches light on fire. Yep. Right, and then her friend bursts in the room. That's where the video her, her, ended. Her friend bursts in the room to knock her from the doorway. So, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then that's where the video ended. Yep. Right. It went viral. News re- agencies in America were reporting it, going, this is what happens when twerking goes wrong. Don't twerk. This is... And it went crazy. It, like, it did. It caught everyone, the imagination everyone. well. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, I hope that poor girl is all right. And there were so many million hits on it as well. Then it turns out Jimmy, Kim, uh, Jimmy Fallon... Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. I'll get the two of them mixed up. Anyway. But, but Jimmy, Jimmy. One of them needs to change their name. Fuck is it? Because they both do late night shows. Charlie Fallon. And they look similar. Um, anyway, only Kimmel's a bit fatter in the face than Fallon. Yes. Yeah. You agreed with me. He well, does, doesn't he? Well, if you... If you ha- it's, anyway, it's like putting me next to, to so, Brendan. So one of the Jimmys uh, <laughs> gets them on their show and, and they revealed... It was a fake. Yeah. She was a stunt, an LA stunt girl. Yep. Stunt person, I should say. Stunt woman. Stunt woman. And um, what they released is the full footage where after that happens, G- Jimmy comes in with the fucking fire you, you extinguisher. I can't remember which Jimmy I can't is. remember which one it is. Jimmy uh, Kimmel walks in with a fire extinguisher, and puts out the fire, and puts, puts out, out her leg. Yeah, that's right. And then um, she goes, thanks, Jimmy Kimmel. And um, that it's was... It's all part of the deal, and he does a big thumbs up to the camera. That was it. Was a big um, hoax. Yeah, that's the pitfalls of twerking. Yes, and I think it's a stupid craze anyway. What, what would you put twerking videos on YouTube? Why would you? But you know what? I yeah. found a video on YouTube this week. I sent you the other night, and you're like, "Where did you find that?" Uh, I'm like, yes. "Don't ask me questions." No, no this question needs to be you. answered. No, I'm not fucking telling you. It what, needs to be how? answered. How 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 did you get through the crossword that is? No, 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 no. YouTube to find this one video. I'm not telling you how I come across it or okay. why. I'm just telling you. I bet you typed it in by name. I found. David Hasselhoff doing a version of Hooked on a Feeling. You know the old Blue Suede song? I'm hooked on a feeling. Anyway, it had a slight techno beat under it, but you had to watch the film clip. Head along, type in David Hasselhoff, Hooked on a Feeling. 
It is the worst film clip you've ever seen because it's all done in like a green screen. It's him flying except, through the air. Except the one bit where he's on the boat. Where he's on the boat in front of the iceberg. Which, I'm like, look out for the fucking iceberg! But I t- <laughs> Come on, iceberg! You know, Sink the fucker! Yeah, you know what though? That was the best part of the film clip because it yeah. looks so natural. The yeah. rest of it, he's flying. He's, screen to the he's shit standing out. on a motorbike and then he's flying, holding onto the, the motorbike. I'm like, what the fuck? And then there's one section of it where he they green screened himself flying through the air, coming up behind himself in the foreground. Mm. I'm just like, this is one fucking true. He's and in the, a he's two- in a um an Eskimo suit doing yeah. the hooga chaka hooga 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 chaka. <laughs> right? I have lost my shit, and I've posted. God, do you reckon the Geekspeak crew could do a remake of this? And the two girls that were dressed up as angels and floating around, two little kids. Like what the hell? That's some scary shit. But you anyway. know what? He still hasn't gotten over his comeback to a um, video that no one watched. He what? You may not know this. David Hoff? David Hasselhoff was organising this giant HBO special, the the David Hasselhoff comeback. Yeah, right. Just like the Elvis comeback <laughs> tour, right? Mm-hmm. Just like that one special that was on TV. The only difference being Elvis actually was talented. Yeah. Anyway, David Hasselhoff did the exact same thing, right? And yep. It was on HBO. It was on pay TV in America that night yep. as people tuned in. All of a sudden, the LAPD was chasing a white Bronco on television on free-to-air. The O.J. Simpson thing? The O.J. Simpson Oh, my God. Seriously? People turned off David Hasselhoff to watch O.J. Simpson in a car chase. What a failure. So, since that day, I think he's really pissed off at O.J. Simpson. You know what, though? Apparently, he's massive in Germany. Yeah. He is massive. He's, like... He David Hasselhoff, not OJ Simpson. No, 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 no. I, yeah. David, the Hoff. Yeah. The Hoff was. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. got to see the Hoff. We didn't get to meet the Hoff because the Hoff is a bit of an arrogant he, twat. He, he walked past us, though. Oh, no, you went with in, us in Sydney. He, he was in Sydney at, at Sydney Supernova. Oh, really? Oh, I'm talking about. Um, in Gold Coast. Yeah. No, apparently they had. Uh, issues? I'm, I'm sorry, they had issues. Yeah. Because the Hoff, he's an arrogant prick. Yeah? Yeah. Really? Yeah. A couple of our crew members got to. They were very. Like, I was off being the producer and director in Sydney, right? Yeah. Organising what was going on. I was organising what was going on. So I was in a separate area dealing with, with media people. Yeah, yeah. And a couple of my crew were waiting. Yep. And they were right near the Hoff. And they reckon he was an arrogant prick to people. Oh, like, he was just like, he was like a, just a prick. Really? And I come back and I've gone, I've lined up this, this and this. And they've gone, dude, you should have seen the Hoff. I'm like, oh, did you meet the Hoff? And they're like, no, but he was a real prick. And I'm really? Like, I'm like, well, glad I didn't meet him then. So... He's pissed off that he's... Whereas fu- the Phelps brothers were lovely. I had an absolute mong moment. I was medically wrong around the, the Phelps twins, okay? Because they've come right past me, and I'm... I don't know who I had with me. I had someone else with me. Anyway, they've come past... I'm pretty sure it was just you standing next to yourself. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> I had an out-of-body geek experience. You, you, you hit your own shoulder and went, did you see that? And, and, and yourself turns back, I fucking saw that. Did you see that? They walked straight past me, and they, and I'm standing there with the goofiest grin on my face, right? Because I love the Harry Potter films, and, yeah. I, and I thought they were cool cool actors, isn't yep. it? The Phelps brother, they played the Weasley twins. Anyway, they've walked by, and they've both... And it's freaky when twins do it. They've gone, hello. No, no, hang on, hang on. Let's do it together. They, they've walked past you and gone, hello. hello. Like that. So it's in, it's in surround sound, right? Uh. It's in unison, right? And all I could get out was kind of, <laughs> like that, right? I was like... Would a, you sign my penis? I was like a special needs child, okay? And I'm pretty sure they I'm pretty sure they looked at me and took pity and went, oh, yeah. look at him. He's not quite right. Because I was kind of just standing there with this mong look on my face going, develop twins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, wow! Didn't get to bail them up because they were running to a yep. another uh, signing. Yep, but yep, um, yep. they they took the time to say hello to me, and I had a little moment, Ginge. Mm. I had to go into the toilets and clean myself up because <laughs> um, I was drooling. Get your mind out of the get, gutter, oh, Christ yeah. Almighty! 
I want to talk comics, Jin. I managed to go home last. This is before I headed to the studio last night. Yeah. I, was, I was waiting to go up the studio. I had to make myself man pretty. You had to, uh, and you've read some three D. Some of the uh, lenticular covers from uh, DC. And I'm going to go and rant about DC in a minute. But anyway, I just want to get through this first. Um, two of the ones that stood out to me. That sound again? Not that. Yeah, they make this funny noise. When you when they're together, you pull them apart. Um It's like corduroy jeans. Um, anyway, uh, the the two that stood out for me last night. Yep. Okay. Um, Detective Comics twenty three point two, right? Okay, and it's Harley Quinn. So on the cover, it's Harley Quinn number one. It's actually uh, Detective Comics, right? But oh my god, I, I haven't really read too much of the new Harley Quinn and the new fifty two because she's yeah. a bit different to the classic Harley Quinn. She looks a bit different. Yeah, and yeah. Same character, but she just looks different. This one here was written by Matt, uh, Matt Kint, was the writer. Now Neil Googe was the artist. Have a check of that art. It's a, it's a bit of slightly cartoony style. But I loved it. It really won me over. And they've gone very simple colour palette. A lot of reds. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's... Have you noticed? It's yeah. like faded reds and different shades of red and, and all this kind of stuff. Like the whole comic is kind of... Yeah. Similar colour tone. But anyway, um, absolutely loved it. Yep. And it's, it's made me want to read more of Harley Quinn in the okay, New 52. Cool. Okay, But anyway... Um, Really good, and, it, and there's a bit in there that shows you how she gets her costume, and it's kind of cool. Like she grabs bits and pieces from different, she beats different people up yeah. to get her costume. But anyway, that uh, hit the shelves this week. The uh, twenty uh, Detective Comics twenty three point two. It's the Harley Quinn one. Now I want to talk about because I read the joke, the Joker one last week, which was mm-hmm. Batman twenty three point one. Uh, had Jack and Apes, and I yeah, it was all right, but it wasn't great. Yep. This week they more than made up for it. Um, Batman 23.2 was The Riddler and it was a story just totally on The Riddler and I was blown away by how good it was. I'm just quickly flicking through to try and find the bloody credits page just to tell you who did it Um, because The Riddler in the New 52 has kind of been a little bit overlooked. Now, oh, there you go. No wonder it was so good. Written by Scott Snyder as well as Ray Fawkes. They co-wrote it together. Um... Sorry, that was that was the story. Now it was written by Ray Fawkes. So obviously, Scott Snyder's given him the plot kind of thing, and the art was by Jeremy Horn. Now, um, who I quite I quite like. I like his style there. It's a, it, it tells the story quite well, and there's little riddles throughout it that got answered, um, yeah. and it, it set out like the, the, he had a plan in mind. He took okay. over Wayne Enterprises Tower, Wayne Tower. Yeah, but just check out the artwork. Like it's pretty well done, isn't it? Like it's a clean story. Yeah. Telling style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I got a kick out of it. So they were the two standouts for me this week. And uh, once again, if you check that one out there, Batman 23.2. Now, the artist is Jeremy Horn and uh, written by Ray Fawkes, but obviously Scott Snyder's, um, he helped with the story, like the plot there of that one. So this is Villains Month, right? Villains Month. Okay, now I'm going I'm to come back to that in a sec because I'm going to be a little bit negative on the whole Villains Month thing. Okay. But before I get into that, I want to talk about. Remember, I've been raving for ages about Superior Spider-Man. Yes, you have. Okay, Dan Slott writing it. Humberto Ramos is on it, and I can't think of his name, but I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Gemun Coley is the other one of the other artists. Okay, this Marvel went ask about face. Normally, they release a hardcover first. Okay, and so a lot of people rush out by the hardcover. Then, uh, and then a month or two down the track, they release a soft, soft cover. cover. Yep. They went ask about face. They bought out all the soft covers that dealt with the the, the final couple of issues of Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, six, okay. Uh, six ninety-eight to seven hundred. Yep. 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 And that, that was uh, released, and then they've released two volumes of a Superior Spider-Man. So yep. one to five, and then uh, I think it was um, six to nine or six to ten or something like that. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, six to ten, five issues at a time, pretty much. Then they turn around and bring out the hardcover this week, okay, is, is, which is, covers 
Amazing Spider-Man 698 to 700, and then Superior Spider-Man 1 to 5, all in one beautiful hardcover. Now, is, is this is this a marketing scheme to make people then buy this the hardcover, hardcover now? No, you know what? Now that you've I'll already be, bought no, the soft covers? People wouldn't. Why would you? You've already bought three soft covers. Yeah. Why would you turn around and buy a hardcover? So there's cover? nothing more in that book. Well, actually, this is, well, what I'm saying, like, they've, this doesn't have, this only has 1 to 5 of Superior Spider-Man. It doesn't yep. have 6 to 10. Yeah, yeah. 6 to 10 has already come out as a soft cover. Yep. So you can get two volumes of Superior Spider-Man as yeah. soft cover, and then you can get the Amazing Spider-Man one that has uh, six ninety-eight to seven hundred in there. Yep. Do you, you, yeah, yeah. you picking up what I'm putting yeah, yeah, down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they turn around and release this late. Yeah. Why, Marvel? Why? You sons of bitches, because I'm picking it up anyway, Ginge, because you know what? It is fucking sweet. It is beautiful. <laughs> I, it's oversized. It's bigger than your regular soft cover graphic so, novel. So, so you're saying, you're saying even though you can buy the soft covers, the soft covers if you want to see the art just blown up that little bit bigger, it's beautifully hardbound. It's got a gorgeous cover on it, like stunning. Look at that artwork on the so, cover. So, so business-wise, Marvel... So business-wise, Marvel may have, have... I think they screwed the pooch on it. I think they should have released the hardcover first. I but, don't know, as a, as, a, as a buyer, I would have yeah. probably bought the, the hardcover and as, the soft covers. But as a, as a money-making scheme, you've already bought the soft covers. I've already bought the soft covers. Are you, are you then going to go out and buy this hardcover? Well, this... Fucking idiot here is because I am buying the hardcover. Even though, this week. even though I've you've, already you've already got it, I've already got it, but I'm buying the bloody hardcover just because it's blown up a little bit more. That and because it's gorgeous. Look at it. He's yeah. stunning. It, it's a great looking book. It's I'm just and I'm an idiot, so I'm buying it. <laughs> I don't want to know. Are some of our geeks be? Are you doing the same thing? Are you buying the hardcover as well? Because if you are, well then join the club. You well, know, it's, it's just like me buying single issues of, of uh, Ghostbusters. And then buying the, the trade. The trade. The I, do, I still do it myself. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to go back. I want to have a quick rant about DC, right? DC, fuck you, okay? The whole <laughs> no, seriously, right? This Villains Month, yep. right? Some titles, we're getting four fucking issues of the same title. Yep. So you're getting Batman 23.1 through to 23.4. Yep. Some titles, you're getting you know, double issues. You're getting 23.1 and 23.2. You know what? What a fucking stupid idea. Now, they're all done in one story. They're all single standalone stories, okay? Yeah. Yep. Marvel are making just a massive fucking cash uh, DC, sorry, are making a massive fucking cash grab out of it. Yeah. It's the equivalent of some people, they're buying three months worth of extra comics all in one month. Oh, you shit. think that adds up, right? If you buy a it whole would. bunch of DC comics yeah, and you're suddenly getting three or four extra comics a month, that's a lot of fucking coin you've got to come yeah, up with, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a big problem first off there, right? That pisses me off, not only as a comic fan, but as a retailer. Yep. That pisses me off, because I hate seeing my customers go, fuck, we can't buy all of them, and they're having to pay them off, Yep. right? So not only that, as a retailer, that's a bit of a pain in the ass, because we're holding extra stock that we're not moving straight away, yeah. right? But here's the fucking kicker, Ginge. As a retailer, you know why I'm really pissed off? Why? I have to play favourites because we put our orders in in good faith. Say we order normally 30 copies of, of Justice League. Yep. We then turn around and went, oh, we've got to get a couple of extra because they're going to be 3D covers. So we order 35. Yep. We put that order in months in, in advance, okay? Yes. yes, yes. I want 35 copies of this book. Yep. DC turned around and went, oh, guess what? We underprinted the uh, lenticular cover. We're only going to give you 15 copies of your book. Oh, no. You're going to be 20 copies short. And you're like, righto, fair enough. But get this, instead of releasing the normal normal cover, the 2D cover, yep. regular just regular cover, yep. the same fucking week, yep. nah, you're going to wait a week or two before we can get those out to you. You have to cherry pick your customers as to who gets the cover and who gets the book this fucking week. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we're yeah. short. Yep. So imagine, say, like I say, we, we order 35, we only get 15 of the book. 
I have to go through as a retailer and pick the 15 people I know are going to come and pick it up that week. Yeah. Okay. And who are going to be happy to to, to, to get the, the, the 3D cover and who aren't going to kick up a big stink if they miss out. Yep. Or, you know, yep. I've got to work out who's, who's going to miss out. And all. Do you know how fucking stressful that is as a retailer? Yeah. And that's not only on one book. You can understand, okay, one book they fucked up. Yep. This is the whole villain's month. Now, now Every single book they've shorted us on. Now, a couple uh, episodes ago on the podcast, we were talking about it, and you were saying that America were having troubles with that and that uh, Australian shipments were going to be fulfilled well, in well, the entirety. The first week of it, yeah, we yep. pretty much got our shipment. The second week, they've wised up and gone, no, 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 no. Australia, you're going to get the same as America and the uh, UK and everyone else. You're going to get an allocation of your, of your covers. That's, that's fucking rude. One book alone this, this this week, I had 10 customers. I had to, to say, sorry, your book didn't come through, and when it does, you're going to get the 2D version. Luckily, my customers are pretty cool. They're like, yeah, no worries, whatever. You know, yeah. We know it's not your fault. It's DC's fault. Yeah. Um, I still feel like a prick doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I fucking hate having to do that because my customers are all special to me. I like all of my customers, right? And it fucking sucks that I've got to pick who's going to get the book and who's not this week and who's going to get the 3D cover and who's not. Yeah. You know what the worst part is? Some retailers, and I, you know, I don't, I'm not going to name any in Australia because I don't know. I haven't done my research. Yep. But I know in America and in the UK, some retailers have already gone and cherry-picked those books, put some aside, and they're charging up to $35 yeah. per book. Right? To try and fucking cash in. You know what? That's not right. Fuck those retailers, because that, that's fucked. Yep. Honestly, that's that's gouging. That's yeah. fucked, okay? Fuck DC for doing it, <laughs> but fuck those retailers for then really profiteering majorly out of it. Because yeah. you know what? They don't respect their customers. Obviously. They should have given their box customers first pick of those covers at the regular price. Yeah. Stop being pricks. Yeah. And I can tell you, hand on heart, I know with my own store, we don't pull that stunt up here. My customers, if you know... They get the they get it at the regular price. I yeah. would never pull a book aside and go, Ooh, we'll sit on this for a couple of weeks and then we'll make a fortune on it. Yeah. That's the difference between being a good retailer and being a prick. Yeah. Okay, and I'd like to say the C word, but I won't. There you go. That's my rant on DC. DC screwed the fucking pooch on this whole Villains Month thing. They, 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 so, so they've fucked you around printing-wise. Printing-wise. However, can I ask the question, if they had printed enough for everyone... Yep. What would you have thought of it? Because you just said to me then that Harley Quinn, that, that one issue of Harley Quinn turned your mind around about reading. Oh, Harley I don't. Look, I've, I've, cherry, I've picked out a couple of the best ones. Yep. I've read a couple that I've gone, when the fuck did they bring that out? That yeah. was shit. Yeah. Yeah. Some some issues weren't that good. Really? Honest to Christ. Some of issues I'm going, well, that was fucking kind of crap. Yeah. And, and a key example, I wasn't really impressed with the Joker one. Yep. Batman yep. 23.1. Yeah. Jack and Apes. It's a fucking monkey. Could, it's could, an orangutan or whatever in there. Could have left it behind. Yeah, fucking I don't care. It was a shit story. This one was a bit... These ones here, the two I've picked today, quite good. Yep. I uh, can't remember which one. I think it was Batman the Dark Knight or Batman... Batman and Robert. No, Batman the Dark Knight was a Mr. Freeze one this week. Yeah. I wasn't that fussed on it. That's why I didn't, I didn't review oh, really? it on the show. I wasn't that fussed. Oh, okay. Honestly. Yep. Couldn't care. So there you go. I'm just saying, DC, you've screwed the pooch on Villains Month. And as a retailer, I, I, I feel for the fans out there, the customers. Dis- that's disappointing, yeah. Yeah, because I know a lot of retailers in the same situation, they can't guarantee you're going to get one of these issues. It, it was great when, when you were talking a couple of weeks ago saying, yes, we have got for the, the, first the 100%. Week, the first week, we filled all our orders. Yep. This second week... No, we have been every single issue we're short on, yep. and I've had to cherry pick who gets it, and I'm just I, I hate it. I fucking hate doing that that's as a retailer, cool. that's, that's... and as a comic fan 101, I hate it too. Yeah. So I don't know, I've actually given up some of my covers so a customer could get them. Yeah. So there you go. Like that. No, but hopefully a lot of other retailers will do the same thing. We go without so our customer gets it and, and, and gets happy. So. But then again, uh, are, are those customers um, 
you know, thankful for your sacrifice. My customers are because you know I've got great customers. So there you go. That's and that's just, that's not been a, a twat. That's but I, just, I know that there's bound to be someone out there that's a bit of a prick themselves. Oh, and, and kick up a probably. Oh, how come I didn't get the three D? Probably, color? but we haven't experienced that. Yeah. So I tell you, in some stores in Brisbane, they've actually had people abuse them because yeah. they couldn't couldn't get the cover. Sure. And these people jumped on late. They kind of came in and went, "Oh, these three D covers coming out. I want one." And they're like, "Oh, fucking sorry, you're not getting one. Yeah. We, that, we can't fill our own orders." Yeah. Why didn't I get one? You didn't order the book. And um, some of the Brisbane retailers have been have copped abuse. It's not yeah. just Brisbane. I'm pretty sure it's happened all around the world. But yeah. I. I Speaking to some Brisbane retailers, they're over it already. They're sick of the yeah. abuse. They're sick of the hassle. So, DC, don't fucking do it again. And Marvel, don't take a leaf out of DC's book. Anything else, Ginger, you got to talk about? I'm, I'm, you're, you're quite uh, quite um, passionate about that that topic. No, I'm sorry if I if I, if I come across cranky, but I am. I was I just hate that kind of crap. Well, you know. But then on the flip side, there's so many good comics out there at the moment. Uh, by the way, Morning Glories Volume Five came out last week. Yeah. Here's another example of me pleasing a customer. Yeah. We had a bunch of them for shelf. They sold out two days flat. A customer of mine was away working out of town. He comes along. He goes, you know, he hadn't ordered it, but he yep. he remarked that he'd like a copy. Uh, he goes, oh, if, if there's a spare. Anyway, he comes and he goes, is there any left? I went, oh, shit, sorry, man. Like, totally, they sold off shelf. Yeah. And he goes, oh, and he had this, this look on his face. He's like, nah. Totally like, dejected. Like he'd like, opened up his Christmas present and it was a, it was <laughs> like a pack to- of coal. Like you just told him Santa wasn't fucking real. Yeah. And he goes, He's oh, what? Oh, shit, what? Sorry, shit. Gins didn't mean that. <laughs> um, anyway, he said, oh, it's all right. Can I get you to reorder one in? I went, you know what, dude? Mine's, my copy's sitting in the back. Here it is. Take mine. He goes, no, no, no. I'm not taking your copy. I said, no, dude, take yep, it. Yep. I'll fucking read it in a week or two. He ta- you Fucking, you want it? Take it. Yep. Um, so I'm waiting for a review because I haven't had a chance to read it. Yep. Um, Gibbo gets it here. So fucking our gamer Gibbo, he should read it and give a, a written review or something. Please. Pull your socks pull, up and stuff. Pull, pull your finger out. Give yeah. us a review. Anyway, um, but yeah, so when I do get a chance to read, I'll because you know what I'm like with Morning Glories from yes. you. It's fantastic. Yep. I'm loving it. So yep. I'll give a review when I can. Okay, but yeah, there you go. I gave my copy away to a customer. So cheers. In the news this week, I did see that Jurassic Park Part 4 has been greenlit. A movie? Yeah. Really? Now... Uh, you got a fucking funny look on your face. What's uh, going on? Are you not it's, happy? It's, it's another one of those... Did someone just shit in your cereal, Ginge? It's another one of those uh, remake sequels, if that makes any sense. I'm picking up what you're putting down. No, it's just like what they're saying, what's going to happen to the Transformers in this new Transformers movie. It's going to be a Marky remake, Mark, but it? it's also, yeah. You know what? I'm going to go along and watch it. I you can't help myself. Yeah. But the thing is, they're calling this Jurassic Park Jurassic World. Oh. <laughs> and the the director has tweeted photos. Um, Clive Palmer's got nothing to do with this, no. has he? <laughs> but, but apparently, uh, from, from what I can understand... Some aspects of the plot have been leaked. Yeah. What they're thinking now is that they go back to the island where Jurassic Park, the actual park, was, yeah. right? They go back now and rebuild it into the the theme park again and bring tourists back, right? Yep. Which I can't understand why because it was such a fuckhole the first time. <laughs> Someone fucking... Um, <laughs> who, who fucked it the first time? I don't know. Newman. Newman, Newman from Buddy Seinfeld fucked it the first time. Uh, what's his name? He shut down... Wayne, Wayne something or other. Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight, the actor. Yeah, he shut down the fucking... The gates and then all shit broke loose, right? Newman! They're going to go back and do it again, right? Oh, fuck. But uh, apparently what happens is they introduce a... Dinosaur that lives in the water, which somehow which is not going to end well. We all know this. Which somehow breaks out and wreaks havoc on the island. Yep. And then 
from what I understand, maybe the dinosaurs get off the island. Oh. But in Jurassic Park 3, yeah. as the plane's flying away and just before the credits, you see the pterodactyls flying. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So how come in between then, uh, between 3 and 4, the whole world, you know? I don't know, it's man. Like I, dude, I've, I don't think I've ever watched two and three. I think I've only really? seen, yeah, I've only seen the first number one. That was years got, ago when I was a kid. Number two's got um, Vince Vaughn in it. Really? Yeah. She must have been young. Well, I mean, these are after the the swingers and maid days. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I've three, never seen them. Three was good too because it had Sam Neill in it. I've never seen it. Yeah. No, never seen them. I'll have to. Yes. You know what? I just this is not geeky, but this is science, yeah. and this is going to freak you the fuck out. Okay. Did you know in PNG, Papua New Guinea, there is a there is a, you would, yeah. there is a testicle eating fish. What? I, I saw a picture of it this week. Its <laughs> teeth look like human teeth. Full yeah. on, they look like full on human. No, they're not sharp. They just they're like our teeth. Like imagine that, but there's two rows. Like of like, them. like like those memes you see with the shark, but with human teeth. Yeah, imagine that, right? And yeah. it's, it's a fish, and it, it, it chomps on the testicles of people because you know it it because it, where it swims and everything else, and blokes go in in the, in the you know without any kit on. These, th- these things. Well, if you go into the ocean with no kid on, you deserve to be built oh, testicles. Oh, fuck it. I'd go swimming in a box, um, <laughs> in a cup. Anyway, they ha- they they fall on. They chomp because they're dangling down in the water. They chomp on these these things. And mm. I tell you what, they can tear them off because they've got fucking human like teeth. Right? Ow! Get this. <laughs> these fish have fucking migrated. They've been found in uh, rivers in France. What? Yes, and now the British are worried because they're like, well, it's not going to take long. They'll be in the fucking Thames River. Yeah. Okay, and they've been found in other parts of Europe as well. This fucking fish has migrated. What? It is now in Europe. Why is the fish going to the Northern Hemisphere? Wouldn't it be easier to go to the Southern Hemisphere and hit Australia from Papua New Guinea? <laughs> it's a long fucking swim from Papua New Guinea to France. I'm just going to put it this way. I'm just going to put it out there, Ginge. Yeah. Don't go swimming with the boys out, okay? Because if something chomps on them, chances are it's says testicle-eating fish from PNG. It sounds like a dinosaur to me. Like, there's a remnant. <laughs> if you saw the picture, you would freak the fuck out. They have... It full on, It looks like human smiling. Like, oh, with teeth. Yeah? Yeah, I just want to put that out there. Just gonna, you know, well, that's a GeekSpeak um, community announcement. Yeah. Don't go swimming with the boys out. While we're talking about, uh, about that... Yeah. Uh, a new sci-fi movie that they've brought out, right? You know, the sci-fi Sharknado. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. They have brought out a new movie, and it's called Piranaconda. Fucking hell. Are you right? serious? It's got um, it's got Rachel Hunter in it. Holy fuck, yeah. Piranha. Piranaconda. Piranaconda. Right? It's an anaconda with a piranha teeth on it, right? That's got win all over it. It does. And um, it, it sparked my imagination for how we should make a... Australian version of that. Yeah? What would you call it? And our friend Dan come up with the idea. How about Taipanodile? <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah? Can we get an acting part? We should do it. The Geekspeak crew should do it. Taipanodile? Or a ko- koala roo ad- Drop adom- bear. No, just call it Drop Bear. Ad- <laughs> drop Bear, the movie. There is a Drop Bear movie. Oh, indie- bullshit. There's an indie movie called Drop Bear. Really? On Facebook. Check it out. I'd have a crack at it. It's being made here in Queensland. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. Great. <laughs> I can't believe it, Ginge. Well, there you go. That's enough geeky stuff for this week. It's a short podcast because you've got to get your butt into a car and drive to Brisbane ready for a 48-hour film contest. I'm going to go and crack open another bottle of scotch because I've nearly finished that one. And you can uh, read some more lenticular covers. I'm going to I'm gonna head off and uh, I've got a bunch of books to I'm wanting to read Changing Ways 1 and 2 from yeah. Gestalt Comics because I want to have a crack at that. Um, yep. Steve told me I've got to read them, so I bought a couple of copy, cool. uh, copies for myself this week. And I've got other stuff to read as well because I want to catch up to date and bring more reviews to the podcast. Awesome. 
Ginger, where can people head along to find our stuff? Come see us at facebook.com forward slash geekspeaktv, youtube.com forward slash geekspeakaustralia, at geekspeakau on Twitter, and geekspeakau at gmail.com. We've got a fantastic video going up very early next week. Yes, for a great, it's hush, hush. It's, it's, it's a promo for yeah. a great event. We had fun filming it. Um, includes dead bodies. Anyway, <laughs> oh, Photos before we Facebook. go, before we go, we had a, a, a regular listener, lovely young lass called Denny, mm-hmm. who tunes in all the time. And apparently, I meant to give a spoiler alert if I'm going to do a Scottish accent because my Scottish accent sends this young lady weak at the earlobes, Ginge. Spoiler alert, Denny, are you ready for this? I just like to wish Denny a very happy weekend. And Denny, if you're listening, hope you have a scotch for me, darling. There you go. That's uh, I mean, yeah. Well, she's probably on the floor convulsing right now, going, "Oh my god, he did the Scottish accent!" Spoiler alert. Uh, but Danny, I hope you do enjoy the show, and a, a big special shout out to all of our regular listeners. Make sure you spread the word around. Tune in to Geek Speak Live. Ginger, you got any final thoughts? Um, tune in next week. Our 48-hour film will be online. You'll be able to check it out. Thanks to everyone that's helped us out this weekend. We'll have a chat about it on the on the will podcast indeed. and all that kind we of stuff. Will. And I wish you the best of luck. With Thank the you, crew. sir. Since Thank I you. can't be there in person, I'll be there in spirit. And, and you'll be drinking plenty I'll be drinking. I'll be thinking. And you'll, be, you'll be going, we've got an idea for it, and I'll just be saying porn to everything. Yeah, It'll porn. Be, porn. Make a porno. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Ginge, thanks for joining me tonight. Wake uh, up, and on pots and pans. You're a legend. Thank you. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. Tune in next week for Geek Speak Live, and remember, stay geeky.